the big cheese in here, sir. There's only one person. Keep your hands where I can see them, sir. Yeah. Are you going to be in a lot of hot water, sir? Mm. It's Chumahan, the American yeah. Indian, elegant barbarian, Southern Californian, coming to you with a banger again. Yeah. What? What the fuck am I? Hey! 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 Come on! Yeah! Burn the banks! Yeah, Burn the banks! Savage up here. All student debt erased! Yeah! All student debt what are you erased! Yeah! 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 I have to run for president because Biden's gonna pass out and die in about a week. <laughs> He's gonna run for the real red party. Yeah! I really like, I mean, dude, I'm glad Biden's the president, but boy, he looks like he's got one foot in the grave. Yeah, he's circling the drain, that dude, guy looks a, like. He can li- barely get up on stage and make a speech. <laughs> <laughs> there's liver spots bigger than his fucking head on Bro, his neck. You just think that they're going to, any minute, just hand this guy a walker. You dude, know, he's having trouble walking. But and not only that, but like someone's falling like around. Biden in the morning. Yeah, like little defibrillators like behind him, like, yeah. you know, like rubbing him in that clear. Yeah, like just in just, case he should go, almost go down. They got like a robot. Beep. Yeah. Right, exactly. All right. On sound, <laughs> old blue eyes himself. Sean Lewis. Certified audio professional engineer. You know you kind of cute with the bald head. You kind of cute with the bald head. Kind of cute with the bald head. Hey. 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 I don't know what, what is the that hell exactly you're listening Anderson to. Pack. That's hell? Who? Anderson Pack? Oh. Who is that? Oh, wait. Oh. You like that? It's confused. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know about Sound that. Sound like little kid music. He's got I don't know where you came like from, from your last show to this show. Uh, yeah, I don't know what he's doing. Same dude. Yeah, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. I do How about this? Me. How about this, Sean? Yeah. How about this? Now I'm your big dropper. <laughs> 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 That's that same artist, too. The same right. artist, right? Same 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 artist. Artist. Yeah. yeah. What do you know about this, young man? Yeah, you don't know, do you? Never heard this before. Yeah, boy. Oh, boy. <laughs> Anyway, uh, none of that. I, for some reason, we lost the feel and tone of the hard luck show somewhere in there. Let's back up a little bit and get back. Wait, right. you wanted, it started at your intro, I think. I think it might. Oh, that's right. You did. You did the crazy buttermilk oh. biscuit intro. <laughs> you did. You did. I'm just going with the theme of the show, bro. Oh. <laughs> yeah, that shit queued yeah, up early did. this morning, bro. You <laughs> know what you did. 
Yeah. Uh, so we, uh, uh, Juman, take the lead on this. Uh, well, let's see. We got uh, going on here today, young man. Okay. There's a lot of different moving pieces. Dude, there's so lot. many music. And the week, this last past week, I mean, it's just been crazy for us in general. I understand you have been swamped in trials and, tri- and tribulations. Tribulations. <laughs> yeah. Try. Why is it everybody does that? Dude? I don't know. The old National Geographic videos they were selling. You, right? I don't know. Wow, no. Lots of trials and tribulations of uh, no. You uh, know when my wildlife cousin, King Salmon uh, when he was getting married, he was writing his own vows, and of course trials he, and tribulations. He never out. wrote them. His wife spent a long time writing them. He never wrote them. He's like, ah, oh, get to it and freestyle. Yo, fucking so dude, I still got a day. Right. So he freestyled, and then and then Sean's like. Man, he better not say trials and tribulations. Oh, no. So then I went to... Sh- you didn't say I that, did no. you? And then I went to King before. Salmon. And then I went to King Salmon. I said, make sure you don't say trials, trials and, and tribulations. tribulations. And he's like... Ever. And then when he got to his vows... And listen, his wedding was in the middle of the Redwoods. Okay? Hippie wedding. Yeah. And his wife, Christy, was in one end of the circle of family. And listen, I have a lot of family. They ain't feeling the hippie shit. Right, my my great uncle was a rocket scientist. And he's standing out there in a tuxedo in the redwoods. He's like, "What the fuck is this?" Right, he got oh, everybody out here there's doing a guy, stupid shit. Yes, and my cousin's coming from the other end, right? There's a barefoot guy playing the fiddle. <laughs> there's a guy from a Renaissance Fair playing the guitar. Oh <laughs> uh, no, that Renaissance music. <laughs> and he's like, "Bing ding 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 oh, ding." No. And then Christy and Matt met in the middle of the Unity Circle. <laughs> Steve's face, and then Christy pulled out her vows that she took time to write, right. and then they turned to Matt, and King Samuel was like, "I memorized mine." You know what, Christy, dude? Let me tell you, it's been great. You know, I've made some interesting mistakes. <laughs> you know, I've been through some trials and tribulations. <laughs> he said it before he could help himself. Before he could help himself. That's that's a true story, by the way. That's a true King Salmon story. King nothing, Salmon. nothing can really surprise me. Yeah, I, I, ultimately. Not, yeah, you know. Hey, uh, we have before we get to the special guest, we have uh, K- uh, French's Pastries is loaned to us their uh, head bakery dude, <laughs> mm-hmm. right? Cakes by Daniel. Uh, what's uh, you're sitting in? You've heard a little bit about King Salmon. Do you have any thoughts on any King Salmon thoughts? He's a fascinating character. What yes. makes him fascinating? Because uh, I agree with you. He is, you know. Uh, he really agrees with you. Yeah, <laughs> I do. I do. I uh, never met the guy. Oh my god! Uh, but I definitely can can think of a few fellas in my life that I ran into that <laughs> carry themselves in a the similar <laughs> the fashion. fashion. Yeah, <laughs> so you good. know, and it's um, you know, and I, and I feel like. Uh, you, you always got to have that one homie around. You do. You know, whatever it is, whatever purpose, they serve a purpose. Mm. That's right. But you got to have that one Shumahan homie agrees with you. Right. It's like in a wolf pack, there's yes. the alpha yes. and then there's the omega wolf. Absolutely. And that's the one that like kind of is in the back and gets the last scrap and, you know, the other wolves snap The cleanup at wolf. The cleanup wolf. That's yeah. right. The cleanup wolf. Sean, would you agree with that? Or what are your thoughts? I mean, you, Sean is the most tenderhearted when it comes to King Salmon. I've noticed. Um, what, what, are, you, what are my thoughts? Uh, he, I mean, he does provide a comedic value and <laughs> a level of abstractness that just, I mean, mm. I, I don't mm. know if I have any other homies 
that are just as abstract as he is. Right. He's the perfect confluence of a guy who was given $250,000, lots of dough, okay, Mm. at an age where he was the most out of his mind. And so unlike your dad, right, Dan, unlike your dad who started out with a plan, and slowly ground for years. This guy had a giant golden goose fucking egg. And he basically just fucking frittered her away and scrambled it. He did, but He did a cornhole bag, though. But now he's doing that. But listen, he got to the cornhole bags when he had zeroed out. Uh. He didn't take 250000 and invest it in the cornhole bags. Mm. The 250000 went to... Race cars that were never built, mm. pay phones that were never seen, uh, to people who told him that they would trademark his idea, and that never happened. So it just got frittered away in a strange, somehow in, 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 in flaming Hot Cheetos. Like all of that, just all of that in a big pool of Mickeys and flaming Hot Cheetos. And I mean, Rashawn, am I wrong? No. And like Sean's like from the opposite side of that. Like he's never his parents didn't probably hand him ten bucks. Mm. And mm. he's watching this guy. Oh, dude, these watching the two like just watching it. How much money was it again? Easily two fifty K. Two fifty K and it's a lot of money. More than that. Dude, his 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 grandparents owned a chain. Of furniture stores in Northern California that the government, eminent domain, had to pay fair market price value for the entire business because they needed to run a freeway through a couple of its stores. So they got cashed out by the government, fair market value. No negotiations. When the government wants to buy your business, there's not a lot of fluctuating. There's no like guy in a shadowy corner that's going to scare you into accepting less. It's got to be. Otherwise, you go to court and get sued, and you spend a whole lot of time, and then eventually it's constitutional. Mm-hmm. That's a constitutional thing. So his grandparents were multimillionaires like back in the 70s. They're so rich, they owned, they still own a couple of condominiums in Maui on the beach. Does he? Does he? Does he? Does he eventually still get more money? That's for part two, because the story of him and the money is fascinating. I can tell you this. I don't even know if I should say this. I'm because sure because because if you tell me, go ahead. That that guy is due. Oh, at oh, some point oh, in time oh, that he's due oh. to get broken off. When somebody buys away, if that's really the case, that is the case. Then that answers why. That's such an important piece of the puzzle of why he is who he is, though. No, yeah. but you know what? Yeah, yeah. But let me tell you, I, I agree. No, when you got yeah. that thing, man. When you've got that thing, absolutely, as your like ultimate backs like that, you operate you differently, man. Yeah, and yeah, some people can pull it together window. and not think about that and build their own way. And if that comes, that's fine. But I'm living now, and I'm gonna do. But a lot are going to just be like, they just don't let to push that hard. I don't want to get yeah. blisters. I don't want to. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. uncomfortable. Yeah. Ooh, that hurts. Yeah. I don't like that. Why break a sweat? Yeah. I don't like the way that feels. I think I'm going to leave. <laughs> you know, ooh, Listen, stop doing that let, to me. Let me or just I'm going to leave or I'm going to tell just... on you. Stop doing that to me. <laughs> you know. So <laughs> there, 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 was a use, there was a word he used in a show that we did recently with my friend. Yeah. 
And I think the word was grit. 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 That type of grit where, you know, yep. you can come from nothing, man. And you're going to. Well, so, 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 so listen, what you're talking about. Crawl your way to the motherfucking top. What you're talking about. That's Sean. Like, Sean is on the other. Dude, Sean. Sean's on the other spectrum. Listen to this. They barely fed Sean food. It's, not only did they barely feed Sean food, which is true, but Sean mm -hmm. got somehow stuck in Reno, right? Remember he told us about working for Circus Circus and living in a motel room? That's a true story. And when Sean came back, and the only reason why he could come back and had a place to go was because King Salmon and his fortune mm -hmm. had rented... Uh, uh, an apartment which he had no credit to rent, but because he had so much money, yeah, he, he could put down it. the right deposit. Right, and we're talking upscale and everything. So Sean and all Sean had for possession mm -hmm. was, and it was his prized possession, was a leather tote bag with a little bit of clothes in it, mm -hmm. and and in a boombox, and a boombox, boom and that was Sean's prized possession. And he, I mean, he like. Like, he put that leather tote bag down, like, very carefully. Let me ask you a question. In that time when all that happens, yeah. this is your boy, right, who got broke off. Right, right? so Sean's stuck. Wait, before you go, Sean's stuck in the middle of envy, where it's like, fuck, this guy can yeah. be a clown because his thing. And need. And need. And, and because my cousin was kind of generous and said, you could stay here. I was living there, too. Mm -hmm. You could stay here. Sean's always felt a little bit of a loyalty thing. Got it. He's not the cousin. I'm the cousin, so I can pull my cousin's car pretty right, hard. Right, right. And he I should. can't really do that. Oh, he, do you know how He many... can stand around and watch a little bit, and then he's got to go. The closest he got to Sean ever fucking pouncing on King Salmon, and it got close, bro. Uh -huh. Okay, well, first of all, this is one of those apartments where the coffee table never does not have empty beer bottles on it. Right. Like, no space is open. Right. Everyone's smoking and drinking nonstop. Right. And what was it, Sean? You were trying to watch something. Yeah, I was. Wa we went to Blockbuster and got some movies. And uh -huh. I was watching a movie, and here comes fucking drunk ass Matt. He would mm. he would come into the place drunk. Mm -hmm. He would come home drunk, right? And and, and out of control, right? His wife worked at the spaghetti factory. She wasn't his wife at the time, right? She worked at the spaghetti factory. Mm. Okay, Matt. King Salmon would go to the spaghetti factory and hang out at the bar where he had a connection and drink free ones until he drank his fill. Mm -hmm. Then he would swerve on home. Mm -hmm. Would Sean, he buy cocaine on the way or anything? He or was no? never a coke no. guy. Okay. He said he smoked one time some weed with a little bit of crack sprinkled on it. Mm -hmm. No big deal, he said. That's a true story. Yeah. But he swerve on home. But he's a drunkery. I mean, he's sober now, so we can mm -hmm. talk about it. It's funny. But at the time, he was a drunkery. He would swerve on home. And Sean and I, we had like 18, 20 packs of like really good beer at home. He would come in, and he would be listening to the most annoying heavy metal shit you ever heard. So that when he came into the door, he sh King Salmon never walked into the apartment quiet. He never mm -hmm. just was like, you know, and did his own thing. No, he would come in and be like, I'm not going and like get in your face yeah, yeah, all yeah. drunk. Oh, hell. Right, Sean? Yeah, he had to make an announcement when he walked in the door. Yeah, Fuck you me. had to acknowledge. <laughs> okay, so then what happened? So I'm sitting there trying to watch the film or whatever, and uh -huh. he comes over and he's like, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. He's just like <laughs> talking to me. He's just talking to me. And I'm like, dude, will you shut up, dude? I'm trying to watch this. Huh? And he was like, 
You sound like Charlie Brown talk? He's like, what'd you say, dude? You want to fight me? <laughs> you say something about my dad, dude? Yeah. He said something about he, uh, the movie was reminding him of his dad or something. Right, right. Like, wait, wait, wait. shut up? Wait, wait, wait. You got to understand this. So You guys both have the same tone on them. Because it's the tone. Right. And you know what? I've had numerous, numerous fans contact me and be like, I didn't think he really talked like that, but he, but does. he does. Listen. I just pictured Mickey Mouse. Yeah, That's what it is? Dude. He had I'm he like, went to Disneyland fuck? like all the time. He was a Disney kid. He used to watch the Disney Channel and do Mouser size. Oh shit, committee. Do you remember Mouser size? No, you don't. You were too cool. That dude <laughs> King Sammy will be doing Mouser size. What is that? That is aerobics for Mouseketeers on the Disney Channel. And it'll be a chick with leggings on and like a Mickey Mouse shirt. With a bunch of other fat Mickey Mouse kids, and King Salmon will be doing like the like mouser size. No lie, bro. That's what a true in story. The hell, really going on? <laughs> with this dude. Like that doesn't compute. That's like the opposite of you, right? Like yeah. you go down and you see dudes with like cool fucking shoes and a fucking their streetwear, and you're like, oh, that's fucking. Nice. There's no way in the world, and you had like an older woman when you were younger, and you fucking being the guy and buying drinks. There's no way in the world that you were watching Disney Channel and doing mouser size. That's, not, <laughs> that's for the kids. Bro. Dude, for every <laughs> For children. I wish everybody. Children. That's if, why when you sit that guy across from me, I'm like, what's this dude doing sitting across from me on my show? Oh, I love what has he done? Oh, he did mouse your size. So that qualifies you to sit at my table with me. It's incredible. Oh, 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 excuse me. You're a championship at the motherfucking beanbag. <laughs> and you're fucking mouse your size. Sean, look, look at Sean. Excuse me. Look at Sean's face. sit down with me. Look at Sean's face. He's right now. Sean, please explain what's going on inside of you right now because I can see it. I think we're going a little too deep on that. Um, see that? You see that? You see that? <laughs> We barely even said anything. We were stating facts. He is locked in to worrying about Matt's I mean, feelings. I think I would say this about anybody if we were cranking down on anybody. How bad was that cranking down? We I mean, didn't even do any. I didn't. We didn't even get into it. No, he, Steve. Look, Steve's in a neighborhood. He's done time in the shoe program, and he's sitting there with right. mouser sides. He's not. He is gonna think that. Okay, but you're like sitting there, like worried. Do you think he's going to? I'm not necessarily worried. Do you think he's going think... to like self harm because no, he's hearing this? No, no. So then what do you think is going to happen? I mean, do no, you think? No. <laughs> we'll, we'll probably hear about it. We'll probably hear about That's it. That's what it's yeah. about. Oh, hearing about it. Hearing about it. Yeah. I mean, it doesn't. It doesn't I mean, he's not going to be mad at me. Yeah, but you're the one that, that started talking about the fight you guys almost got. <laughs> yeah. Am I? Yeah. I'm a, no, well, but listen. you're talking about his dad. <laughs> you were talking shit about his dad. And Dude, you want to fucking said, go right now? Hey, so what happened? You ate cheese that day. You, no. you broke that shit down. You were like, I want no problems with you, dog. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, I think I think you had to come out and like break it up. Oh, break it up. No, listen, listen, listen. So you got to look. So the a real breakup. Listen, they, uh, no, no, it was there wasn't even chest bumping. Right, right. No, oh, there wasn't any okay. of that. No, wasn't even that. What it was was, and I should have not done anything. Now that we're talking about yeah, it, if I would have known we were going to have a show so I could talk about how it played out, <laughs> you I should have let it go. Yeah. 
I should have let finally, because I've actually never seen Sean actually fight. He's told us he almost took out a homeless guy. Oh, yeah. And, I've, and he's gotten his nose broken. He told us about Martial the Martial arts, mm-hmm. right. Yeah, 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 MMA, yeah, yeah. broken yeah, nose. MMA. That's true. I've seen his fucked up broken nose. He registered nose. his hands as right. lethal weapons. No, listen, the guy has bled. But listen, let me tell you something. I've actually never seen him fight. And, and, okay. and if anybody, I've actually, I haven't fought Matt, but I've had to manhandle him pretty fucking hard on multiple occasions. Right, Sean? Yeah. Yeah. He's going to fight Rob, um, Rob Standish. Ooh. Yeah, him and Rob Standish are going to fight. Cyborg versus the artist. Yes. I love Wait, it. me or you? Matt? No, no, you. you. Okay. Yeah. yeah, he already said, he said, yeah. He was all about it. Okay. So, so, so when, when King Salmon... Right, so so Sean's trying to watch a movie, and it might have been a movie at the level of like Goodfellas, like we're watching it. So when King Salmon comes into the beer den, and he's all fucked up, and he's all unruly, and nobody's paying attention to King Salmon when he comes in, because we've heard it, and we don't want to instigate anything. We're trying to do our thing. Mm-hmm. When drunk Salmon is like that, and people start ignoring him, then he's like that bump on your tongue that you can't ignore. He like gets hotter and, and pay, more painful. He starts puffing up and getting weird. And you're like, oh, shit, he's getting into a drunk weird thing right now. I don't want to deal with this. And then next thing you know, he's like, dude, it fucking reminds me about my dad, dude. And the thing, <laughs> <laughs> dude, this is fucking, and you know what? It like inside. And the thing that's fucked up about it uh-huh. is that King Salmon's father, Uncle Mike, tragically did die. Okay, this is what's fucked up. This is what the kind of thing that hooks you back into feeling bad. His dad, his adopted dad, but the oh, only no. dad he's ever known. Okay, died on the way to the Oakland airport to pick up a friend, and this is the son of the wealthy furniture people. This is the smart son, the good son, the son that's going to take over the business. Mm-hmm. That you know, King Salmon, given the choice between my aunt and the uncle, is at the age where he wants to lean towards the uncle to kind of do a. Uh, a French's pastry man thing where it's like my dad's gonna be running the business and I'm gonna be with him I'm gonna learn everything how old is he? like 11 okay 12 so his dad's going to pick up somebody at the Oakland airport on like a Thursday Mm. no one hears from him no one hears from him it's not until later that you get a call from the authorities do you know who Mike King is. The answer is yes. And what had happened was, and his friend got off the plane and was like, Mike's not here to pick me up. Mm-hmm. Like, where's Mike? And what happened was a semi truck jackknifed on the freeway. And unfortunately, tragically, his dad's car was right in the lane of the thing and crushed the top down and exploded in a fireball. They could only identify him from the ID card mm. in the pocket. So it's sad. It's terrible, mm. right? So when drunk salmon, and it's no mistake that he's talking about his dad and no one's trying to talk to him. Mm-hmm. You see what I mean? Yeah, of course. He's setting up. Of course. Right? Like, oh, you're trying to talk, like, you're trying to talk about my dad? No. I, I, and that's exactly what happened. So. So, so, and Sean, right, Sean's, you know, he's, you know, <laughs> trying to sympathize and ignore him, mm-hmm. right? It's, you know, Sean's, yeah, trying, yeah. Right. you know, Sean's no, he, he, he's no stranger to pain, he knows. <laughs> so, so, and Matt's like, 
on the couch next to him. He's like, dude, it fucking reminds me of my fucking dad. And you know, internally, it's like a dart. But he's like loud and you can't hear the film. And Sean's just sitting there. And when Sean starts getting pissed, it's the best. Because he like shuts down in his eyes and he turns his head. And he's, you know, and then he finally goes, dude, will you shut the fuck up? And that was all King Samuel was waiting for. Because King Samuel sprung off the fucking couch and got right in. Sean's face and said, you want to fucking go right now? You're talking about my dad. <laughs> you, you're great. You, you should have been an actor. You want to swear to God. You should have been a child actor, bro. <laughs> I never heard Mickey Mouse cuss like that. You want to fucking go right now? It's my fucking dad. God damn And then what happened? I, I think you came in and, and calmed him down. I don't remember calling him. You heard him squealing out there, and you came running I out. I should have let it just go. Yeah. Man, I was stupid. Ooh, man, he, Sean would have hurt him. I would have given anything to force Sean to finally have to put him in a headlock and tell him to shut the fuck up. Yeah. Because I always had to do it. Dude, I had to run my cousin's head right into a fucking air conditioning. <laughs> right into. It was the heater. In the oven the you go, heater. head first. I ran him right into it. He was like arguing. Hold on, you know what? I think your girl coming yeah. on. Yeah, can she? Hey, can you hear no, us? I don't have it set up like that. Oh, you don't. What do you have to do? Well, we gotta kick off one of the guests' headphones. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right. On that, she's driving. I see her. She's trying to talk. Um, why don't we leave special case headphones on? And can you? I apologize. No, go ahead. If you can still hear, we're getting you set up. So just hang in there, hey, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, Andy Doll is coming through. Uh, you might have seen her Instagram photos that set the world on fire. Mm-hmm. She looks like she's a lot of trouble. A lot of trouble. Um, and she's going to be on the show here in a second. I don't have any audio in mine. He's got no, Special K's got no audio in his. Oh, because he unplugged you. Cause oh. can, you hear, can you hear now? Yeah. All right. All right, let's just start. I'm already started. No, but I mean, with the, with the fucking, do we need another intro? thought we were going to wait for her to get back on. Fuck no. Let's just, right. if whenever she gets on, she gets on. We, right. I want to get Go going. All right. No, we don't need another intro. I'll just what? Patch him. Start it. <laughs> Come on, so man. where were we? Intro. Intro? Intro. You know I'm part of face with hard luck. Face to face. Face with hard luck. Card shots, Steve Smurdy was with hard luck. Pimps and card shots, Steve Smurdy was with hard luck. Good afternoon and welcome to the Hard Luck Show. I'm your certified, qualified West Side host, Steve Lucky Luciano. That's right, ladies and gentlemen, you've tuned into the greatest show on earth. It's the Hard Luck Show. Coming at you live from the bunker. My co-host. My partner, my red brother, on my left, is Chumahan Bone, American Indian, Southern Californian, elegant barbarian, waiting for fucking Sean to turn down the goddamn thing again. What's going on, dude? Yeah. Rezzy? My bros are heavy like a Chevy, got a few of those. My sisters be the same, they cray enough to let it go. Yeah. They cut my hair 
Yo. Yo. Come on. That's the latest cut from Snotty Nose Red Kid. Nice. Yeah, I like It's called guys. Screaming Indian. I like guys. All right. And on sound, old blue eyes. Sean Lewis. Certified audio professional. Yeah. Engineer for the hard work. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. 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 Freddie Gibbs. Yeah. Yeah. Freddie Gibbs. Yeah. Shout out to the Alchemist and Freddie Gibbs. Uh. Hey man, those guys got a Grammy Award nomination. Yeah. For Alfredo. Man. Killing this shit. Did you listen to any of that Mazi yet? Yeah, I did, yeah. Okay. yeah. Did you guys talk about you listen the whole Mazi? album yeah. with with the yellow Lamborghini? Mm-hmm. I heard it. Yeah, I'm into that I'm shit, man. I'm into that shit, dog. Man, like you really picture. scratching motion. your head right there. That's like some motion picture shit right there, man. I'm telling you. And. Huh. Huh. Yeah. Huh. 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 Special K. Huh. Huh. What is up? Uh, we got a guy coming in. I kind of um. This is his. This is his theme song. All right. Oh yeah. Yeah. Love really hurts without you, Billy Ocean. Honestly, I had no idea that this. this is your kid... favorite? This is your song? I like the song. Okay. Yeah. Hey, uh, he hold on a song. second, Sean. He sounded weird right there. Hey, talking to the mic. Talking to the mic. Hello, hello. hello. Mystery guest talking to the mic. Mystery guest. What is going on? Huh? I didn't even know that. This guy even had actual. He's kind of like from Sean's tribe, kind of part cyborg. Like he's very oh, okay. quiet. He doesn't emote. Like I've never looked over and saw him pump his fist and be like, "Hell yeah!" Like I've never seen that. Uh-huh. So I had no idea he was gonna come with a Billy Ocean cut. Yeah. Um, That's let me, honorable. Let me introduce this guy. Um, he works for me at the firm. Okay. That's uh, right. That's right. Yeah. Right, Kevin. Right. Yeah. That's right. We call him Special K. Special K, welcome to the show. Yeah, Mr. Special K, Kevin, yeah! welcome to our luck show. Kevin works. Listen, Kevin works for my firm. Oh, and uh, lucky guy. Listen, um, now, uh, he also wants to be a marketer, or he wants to get into marketing. Wants to get into marketing, okay. Well, let me just explain how this all works. Hmm. Because Kevin is related to my wife. Mm-hmm. How are you related to my wife, Kevin? Uh, family friend. Not really cousins. What do you mean? So my mom and your mother-in-law, um, they met each other in Guatemala. Okay. And um, they basically, you know, they moved here to California, and then they met up again, and then, you know, they're just like... They're like together. sisters, huh? Yeah, basically. Like like the Guatemalan Connection. Right, yeah. Right? right, right, right Which... Right. That sounds like a good book. The Guatemalan Connection. <laughs> oh, yeah, like man. That. Are you crazy? Okay. That's how you get Loroco into the country. That's through the Guatemalan connection. Yes. Loroco is like a weird vegetable that grows only in the lakes in like Guatemala. And then they bring them here and they put them in their pupusas and shit. Right? It's really good. Kevin? Yeah. Yeah. Am I wrong? I mean, it's Salvadorian. Not, not Guatemalan. Yeah, well, you talk to the Guatemalans and it's like the sound sa- the Salvadorians don't really know what they're doing. And right. It, it all comes from Guatemala. Yeah, yeah. I've heard a lot of sh- 
Got shit it. talked about. Anyway, listen, we'll move on from there. But there's a lot of politics down there, right? Oh, definitely. Yeah. So what what exactly does Kevin do for you? Does he do marketing for for uh, your your law firm? Well, why don't Kevin? What do you do? Cause I'd like to fucking know. Yeah. Companion, what the hell do you do? <laughs> God damn. Jesus Christ, what do you do? Um, so I fax papers. I draft up uh, any like legal documents. Uh, I send emails. Mm-hmm. I talk to uh, the courthouse or you know yeah. whatever I need to do. Talk to clients you, too. Have you? Uh, Are you a paralegal? No, no. I don't know what that is. Okay. So he doesn't even know what that is. Wow. Well, I, I didn't know. You really got him wet behind the ears. Oh, don't you? dude, he's so wet behind Green. the ears that I fucking was like, who fucking spilled water all over my floor? <laughs> I looked, and it was dripping from the back of his head. Okay. All right. Dude, it's he's. Wet. It's, listen, let me tell you something. So, okay. In the Guatemalan and probably every other ethnic group's tradition, when the person's mm-hmm. like, this is my cousin, mm-hmm. right? Like, you don't know, even if it's friends, you don't, everyone's an uncle, everyone's a cousin. Mm. You don't know if they're related or not. You have mm. no idea. But once that's said to you, right, when my mother-in-law put me in a headlock, she mm. listen, motherfucker. She probably, she's like, eh. we got Kevin. And I told him, I said, okay. And my wife said, it's coming in here, right? Because it's tough out there, right, Kevin? Oh, yeah, definitely. Especially Isn't right it? now. Yeah, I know, yeah. COVID? Yeah, it is tough out there, right? And he comes over here and you. Look I give him up. A, I say, hey, right. Put him work. Keeping it all in the family. That's look how they do that French pastries. That's how they do that. Pastries. Mean, they right, do right, right. I mean, now listen, correct me if I'm wrong. Go ahead. I might be a little fucked up. Maybe a smooth fucked up. <laughs> right, go ahead. And by headlocks and Guatemala yeah, yeah. and faxing yeah. and fucking Concord. What the fuck's this got to do with marketing? Okay, well, so. The listen. fuck is this got to do with marketing? Yeah, what does it have to do with marketing, Kevin? Uh, I don't know. You just brought that up. Um, no, but uh, basically, I mm-hmm. yeah, I graduated this past uh, s- spring from UC Santa Cruz and uh, just wanted to get into the marketing field. But it's wait, been... wait, 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 wait! You graduated? When you graduate? What you graduated from Santa Cruz? Is that a real big party school or no? Uh, like not really partying, but like kickbacks and okay, yeah, kickbacks. Yeah, <laughs> what? kickbacks. What's kick a kickback? What's a kickback? What is a kickback? Uh, just like small like get-togethers, you know, you can smoke, you drink, you do it. Smoke, drink, little coke every now and then. Huh. I've seen it. I've okay, seen it. all right, sure. all right. Yeah, Listen, the guy, the guy, the guy's trying to sound like a professional. So, He's not going to admit to any of that. So uh, I've seen it. I've seen giant so, big fucking. <laughs> I've seen it. I've seen I didn't it. inhale I it. It went in my mouth. <laughs> okay, but listen. So, um, uh, my question is this: I had a question. Yeah. So what did you go to school for? Well, first off, I, I started off with computer science, uh-huh. and then I switched to uh, business management and economics. Business management and economics. And after, from there, you got the idea to maybe uh, marketing was something for you. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Wait, what wait, brought wait. you? How'd you get to that? Yeah. Well, how'd you get from that to explain to me the attraction towards the marketing? What makes you think you got an angle on this thing? Look at his face. If everyone could see, first of all, <laughs> just just so that the listener knows, uh, Kevin it probably weighs about 115 pounds wet. Right. Uh, how how much do you weigh, dude? You're you're a small guy. 130. 130. Right. Yeah. A featherweight. Right. right. Absolutely. Clean cut kid. Looks like a good guy, right? Yeah, absolutely. Right? Good smile and everything, but very nervous. You know, on the introversion scale, how far on the introversion scale do you think you are? Probably like a seven. Yeah. See? All right. So, right. okay. So, but takes big cojones to come in here. Absolutely. But, uh, I guess. There yeah. we go. Okay. So, how did you get the marketing? How, um, I think it's just something that, you know, just it's always 
around in like everybody's lives and i just thought maybe you know i would get a shot and try to be creative at the same time um you know why not tell people to buy a certain product or you know try to try this thing i don't know uh, we gotta not? start oh, somewhere. No, no, no. <laughs> <Why not? laughs> Hold on a second. Hey, uh, uh, Francis Pages, um, what does that sound like to you? Yeah, Francis Pages. You've been in business. You've dealt with all kinds of fucking shit. What did that sound like to you? Just, just, just give us a, a rundown on how you felt like that answer mm. came across. <laughs> like you put him on blast, and he got you know caught off guard. Uh, exactly. Uh, yeah. Mm. Caught off guard. You know. Let me ask you a question. How important <laughs> would it be to be put on blast? And not be caught off guard in the marketing world. <laughs> you gotta, you don't go to sleep. That's it. Are you, you sleeping right sleep. now, Special Stay K? awake. Quick on your feet. It's quick on your feet. Stay awake. Yeah. You know, you gotta, you gotta pretty much guess the question before it gets asked. So let me. I gotta dig a little deeper. Do with it. You come here. on. Come yes, on. Come on. What exactly is it that you want, or you see yourself, or you inquired about marketing? What? What is it that you want to market? Is it, the, is it our podcast? Is it our production company? Is it our media group? Is it my friend's law firm? What, what do you want to market? What do you see yourself marketing when you propose this? Um, I think, well, we, I, I, Chimaha gave me the opportunity to, said, you know what, do you want to market our podcast? Or, mm-hmm. um, and I said, sure, you know, I'll, I'll give it a shot. Uh, you guys are fairly decent uh, podcast, you know. <laughs> Fairly decent. No, no, no. In terms Boy, of size, in terms all of right. size. Marketing sorry. job. Yeah, yeah. No, no, no. <laughs> that, no, that's all right. <laughs> you talked your way right yeah, out that of the was, job, that was That was test number one. No, no, <laughs> you guys are kind of no, like, no. okay, I figure, fuck it. I could probably you, lie to a bunch of people. You got to believe in the thing more than we do. Damn. Yeah. I, and, and I do. I, I, I started, you know, I listened to the, like a bunch of uh, episodes. and All of them. I, and I, like, you listen I, to all of them. <laughs> He listened to all of them. Yeah, I, okay, yeah, I did. I, I listened to all of them. I don't know if he's yes. got the gift of gab, does he? Hey, wait, listen. Go on, we'll coach him. We'll coach him if we have to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Listen. The smile's going to get him pretty far. Uh, that's true, by the way. Yeah, that yeah, is. yeah. All right, yeah, and yeah. you definitely, he seems like a trustworthy guy. Hey, listen, bro. We're talking to a guy that knows something about sales, okay? I know a little something about sales. And there's an angle, bro, and if you've got, it's like, let me, let me, let me put it like this to you. There's this certain kind of like, there's a certain kind of look at like almost innocence, no harm. Right. And you almost, it's like you get home and your whole house is is trashed. Everything's bitten up, torn up into rags. And you know who did it. And you get in the room and you see that dog and the dog looks at you and he just gives you this little loving look and lays on his back like right. he's ready to rub. Exactly. And you can't do anything but rub the dog, Char- right? Charm can't, offensive. Can't. There's some guy sells guys like that, bro, and they show up and they just got like this look, and you're like, "I'm not gonna crush this guy. Yeah, let me help this guy. Yeah, out. you got one of those looks, so that could work for you. Hey, that I'll could could work for us. Yeah. Well, so this is what this is how it happened. So he's working here, and he's really kind of working here partially because he's trying to get like a marketing internship or do whatever. Okay, mm. right. So he's working in here, and because we keep it in a family, we support our own. I'm like, sure, bring the guy in, and he does a great job. So there's no problem there. And, yeah, I got to tell him, he is wet behind the ears a little bit, but that's okay. I just tell him, like, look, it's got to be done this way, this way, this way, or where's this, or where's that. So I, so I waited for a while, right? I didn't just run. But I could see that 
he's trying to get a marketing internship to learn something, and yet at the same time, okay, it's COVID and everything else, and so nothing's happening. So I pull him aside. I go, listen, what's going on with this? He goes, nada. I go, all right, I'm going to tell you something. And I go, here's this book, Culture Codes. And this is a true story. Here's this book, Culture Codes. I go, you know we have a podcast, right? He's like, of course. All my friends talk about it. They want me to listen to it, and, and, and I'm trying to stay focused. Now, you did listen to it, right? Right. And you stopped, right? Yes. Okay, can you explain that? What, what happened there? So, you know, my friend um, found your podcast, and she's like, you know, sh- you should listen to it. And I was like, okay. And I've heard, I probably heard, like, maybe, like, two, three minutes, and then I was like, this is Chumahan? Like, this is, you know, like, am I supposed to hear this? Because it's just a lot of, like, drugs and violence and sex. And I was like, <laughs> what the hell is going on? Like, this is, like, the, my boss that I work for. So I mm-hmm. stopped. I was like, maybe I shouldn't be listening to this. <clears throat> you hear that? Uh, I wish everybody felt that way. Do you hear that? Yeah, because then they start listening again thinking they're doing something wrong. Well, no, but Sean, what do you make of that? Yeah. Like, what is your thought on that? Cause what I, kind I, of person does that? Yeah, what kind of a person works for somebody mm-hmm. and it's their boss Listens to a public podcast, but hears things that are off color, and it's like, you know what? I'm working for the guy. Maybe I shouldn't I should be listening listen to that. that. Who does that? I have no idea because I would be super intrigued and be like, right, trying to get the inside scoop. Of course, how can I get a raise? Yeah, but no, yeah. I, I, you'd be listening for something to blackmail the right. guy with, right? Yeah, right. That's because you're a bastard, you and bastard, scumbag. Yeah, yeah, scumbag. But like when Kevin- scumbag, whenever I had two nickels to rub together, now you want to <laughs> fucking shoot somebody. <laughs> Well, and when, when Kevin told me that, mm-hmm. there was a part of me that was like, that's a good thing, That's actually. a good thing. Right? That is a good thing. That's, that's not a, a bad thing. That's a great thing. That's a good thing. The yeah. guy was like, I'm trying to maintain a certain image in this environment. Yeah, very much so. Right? So I told Kevin, I go, listen, you should listen to that because then you're going to think I'm even greater because you're going to be like, holy shit, this guy can talk to strippers and do all this other shit and at the same time run a law firm as a lawyer. That's fucking amazing. <laughs> Did I not say so that? So oh, him yeah, yeah. screwing transvestites is really not going to have anything to do with anything of us moving forward. Huh? No. Right? I, okay. right. Didn't I say that? No, yeah. Yeah, you did. And what right, did okay. you think when I said it? Because I told my wife that I told Kevin that. And she's yeah. like, you fucking said that? And I go, yeah. She's like, you're conceited. I go, what? That's I I feel like that's just fucking... <laughs> that's what I'm supposed to say. Did you, what did you yeah. think when I said that? Oh, I was just like, all right. You know, he gave me the, the go-ahead. So I started listening to you know, right. all the episodes. Right. Yeah. So I pull him aside and I'm green like... Green light. Green light. Mm-hmm. So I go, hey, so no, no internships. I go, I'll tell you what. Here's this book, Culture Codes. Good book. To just start you thinking about marketing and what these things mean subconsciously. And then I go, listen to the show. And I go, if you want to, I'll set you up. And this could be your first thing. This might be the biggest thing on your fucking jacket. Mm. And you're not going to get an opportunity like this again. Mm. You listen to this. We do have an opening. And we take care of our own. If our own takes care of us, we take care of our own. So listen. And then if you come up with a plan, right, let us know. Let me know. And we'll take a look at it. And if it's working out, let's just give it. I'll give you a shot. How okay. about that? Right? Love it. How about that? Uh, Cash me outside. How about perfect. that? Perfect. Cash me outside. All right. So then, so I forgot about that. Like, I just, I, you know, and then the trial and catch all. Catch me outside? Yeah, catch me outside. Did you really just say that? I did. So listen, how about that? <laughs> how about that? <laughs> so I go, listen, I have a brain that has these, like, weird Oh, I know. You're yeah, my partner. Yeah, okay. So listen. Catch me outside. Catch me outside. How about that? <laughs> <laughs> so I told him, I go, 
I go, uh, so we go through the trial. Forget everything, right? I'm in the middle of the trial with our buddy who's a little bit neurotic. Yeah. Okay. So, and then I forgot. And then I'm sitting there, and all of a sudden, the day's over. So this Kevin waits till 5 p.m., mm-hmm. not on work time. On his own time. On his own fucking time, this guy. Mm-hmm. He comes into my office, and he goes, we have a few minutes. I go, Jesus Christ. You know, I said, yes, of course, come mm-hmm. in and sit down. Right. So he sits down, and I, and I don't know what he's going to say. And he goes, well, I've been reading the book. Mm, it's great. Good. That's I good. Go, wow. Fucking a. I, I got my. I got certain cousins that I've. He's told. halfway already further than most people. You right. Go. I'm right. like I've talked right. to my. I've talked to my certain cousins I got that I've recommended books and they still haven't started reading them yet. Right. right? It's been ten years. They don't even have a job. And he goes. Oh, no. I've read a book. Okay. And then he goes. And I've been listening to the show. And then I am. I've got some questions for you. For the marketing ideas. I go really. And he pulls out this fucking. Peachy like, folder. It, it almost. It yeah. was that, you know, that black and white. Yeah. Fucking, I know. get excited when people pull shit out like that. And he's, right? Yeah, yeah. By hand shit. Didn't yeah. pull out a laptop. No. And he's right. like, okay. And I so like he pulls it out. And then, uh, you know, and then I go, okay. So he starts to ask me a question. I go, you know what? Stop. You shouldn't be just asking me. You should ask me and my partners. My team. My team. And we should do it on there. Oh, and, shit. Well, that's yeah. good. I think so. <laughs> Let me tell you something. I'm, I'm going to run something by you. I think, think uh, Chumon is I think Chumon is absolutely right. I like the way it sounds. I like the way he found you. I like what he says about you. <clears throat> but I, And I've also found this, and that is, like, when you're, when you're looking for maybe a creative artist a creative director for your brand, right? Mm-hmm. And you're interviewing guys. A lot of these guys have these crazy interview. Oh, we're bringing in so-and-so from here and so-and-so from there. They come in and maybe they can, they, you know, they did this and they talk all, and these are great, talented guys. But none of that matters to me. It's, it matters if they fit and understand our brand and make can translate it into merchandise right. and have, tell a, a, a story that is... Um, a consistent, we have a consistent story with this brand, right? That's mm-hmm. what you want from a creator. And I found that, like D. Murthy, who was my uh, was uh, my the owner of the brand, one of the brands I work with, sharpest guy I met. He goes, "Listen, dude, sits me down. He's like, let's pick out the artists. Let's have them come in one. Let's pick out these creative directors. Let's have them come into our office one at a time separately, and let's just sit down and talk to them." Let's give them for a little tour right. of the office. Let them see the brand, whatever. You know, and and then let's just send them on their way and tell them, you come up with what you think. You come up. You come up with whatever you think it is that you, you can do for us or you think we need or you can build, right? And we would do this, and through a process of about four or five days, we'd see like five or six guys. Right. Same thing with each one. They go on their way. They got to meet us. They got to see what they do. They should already know about the brand, Right. Ask all their questions, answer any questions, and then submit what you got. And I've found that 99.9% of the time, you're going to find your guy through what they submit to you. You can't teach somebody to understand something. Like, either they do or they don't. Either they're going to bring it to you and they're going to open up your fucking head and your head's going to crack open and go, holy shit, 
they understand this better than I do. Right. Or they're going to be way off base. And we go, thank you, man. That's really, that's great. So I think when he's talking about you reading off your list, I think it's like, okay, you know what? Tell, tell me, let me watch you for a while and see what you do and see what you come up with, see where you're at. And depending on a few different things, whether the, you know how you how you feel about them, and and we're all gonna know, and see it and feel it if we're heading in the right direction, you know. But you cannot teach somebody to be, um, what's the word when you get up motivated? You can't teach like a self initiation. Yeah, you either are that guy or you're not. And right. and and Chumahan's like me in the sense that we've said this before. I'm probably be looking for somebody who's real, real, real busy. And those are the guys that I want to fuck 100%. with that are fucking busy, you know? And I heard my buddy, who's a very talented guy, go, yeah, he go, I, 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 the, the, some guys came to me and they go, listen, we know your plate is full, but we came to eat. Dude, this is what dude said. Busy with a million different projects, and in walks these the producers, and they go, we know you're busy, but we came to eat. And that's how I feel about things, man. I know you might be busy with many things, but we came to do some things, you know? Right. Um, so, so, anyways, go ahead. Right, I just so, need to interject. No, no, that was good. So, I, I, I hung around him on, and then, um, and then my mother-in-law and my sister. Uh-oh. I mean, my wife, right? When you say your mother-in-law, my ears get to chirping. Right, me too. Prickling. My fucking heart. Because I love that me. lady. Man. Listen, that woman is a good woman, but she's a family person. That's right. Right, and 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 she and my wife were like, "Now listen, if he's gonna be on the show, don't be giving him a hard time." I said, "Listen, yeah." I go, "Listen, I can't control Lucky." I said, (laughs) "We're bringing him into the den of men. We're gonna help him learn how to men talk." Yeah, he's gonna have to go in and fire. I this he wants to get going. He's gonna have to deal with some shit. I can't hold your ham. Right. You got to blow your blam. <laughs> hey, right. I can't hold I your ham. You got to blow your blam. <laughs> I don't know what that means, but I understand it. So I told him, I said, I, I, told the, I told the women. I told the women. I said, hey, pipe down, women. I said, listen, this kid's going in there. I say kid because I'm old. But he's going to make his bones. It ain't going to be because we're protecting him. This guy got to come in there. <laughs> He's gonna have to fucking deal with. He's gonna have to yoke the lamb on himself. <laughs> Watch how I yoke the lamb one time, and you're gonna have to do it on your own. <laughs> like initiating this guy in the fucking Costa Nostra. <laughs> I'm not gonna hold his hand. He's <laughs> gotta go in the den and fend for himself. I kind of, you know, the, what what the what the women don't understand. He's gonna have to make his bones. He's gotta <laughs> take somebody out. You know, there's only one way in this thing. I just I go. You come in here and you say, "What can What can I do? You can be a man. You can be a man. Don't cry. You can be a man." I did tell I did tell them that though, but they uh, they like that. They're like you yeah. know they I don't know you know what's crazy about my life I don't know you watch me in different zones right yeah so like on a certain level I don't know can you just explain to them what it's like when I'm in lawyer mode oh by the way Andy Dahl is here and she's trying to connect so okay Andy are you there I'm here Andy 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 Dahl 
Where have you been all our lives? Where have you? Oh, oh my God. Are you putting on your makeup right now? I was. It's been a crazy day, okay? Uh, I mean, how come? Let me ask you a question. How come with dancers, exotic dancers, it's always a crazy day? It's never simple. It is always a crazy day. Fuck. I'm sorry. That's all right. Um, uh, listen, can you, sh Kevin, can you, can you tell your, oh, yes. yeah, this is, see there that, see that guy right there on the, on, on your screen, the younger gentleman who's waving? Maven. The only person I see on my screen is you. Uh, well, then that's all you need to see. Yeah. Don't worry about <laughs> anyone else, baby. That's listen, right. I love my wife. Forget that. I love my wife. She's my number one. Yeah. All right. Um, let's put a, let's put a pause for a second. We're just with, um, Kevin, we're about to hear what I'm like in the lawyer mode, which uh -huh. is interesting. But now that we have Miss, uh, so what is your dancer name? Yeah. Jasper. Why Jasper? Cause that I just sounds... thought it was cool. Yeah, but that sounds kind of like, um, almost like a country Western name, kind of like. Here comes Jasper. Oh, Jasper. Oh. He, oh, Jasper was touching them kids again behind the barnyard. No, so why? But so where where did you get it from? Um, Honestly, I just thought it was a pretty name. Jasper. It is kind of pretty, though. It's kind of gypsyish, Casperish, you know, like a Casper gypsy. Is that like, you know, that it's like it could work for a boy or a girl? And so are you somebody that's interested in... um? like being androgynous sometimes like do you like being able to play both roles or are you strictly like n not about that no not for me i just um i just like uh being a girl but i just like the names that are like like i like when there's like a male name on like a feminine woman i think it's kind of like the contrast is kind of cool and interesting like i met this really like pretty dancer and she went by like harley which i thought was like really cute and you know, just like, and then it's the, I wanted something different rather than the typical like cookie or like, <laughs> or whatever. What do you think of the name? What do you think of the name Renee? For a for a stripper? Yeah, for a guy or a girl, Renee. Yeah, for a guy or a girl. Or, or are you asking me like? Yeah, 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 yeah. Because I like names too that you that are can go either way. Yeah, Renee. I've never met a man named Renee, but um, really, I okay. Work. I can mm. see it working. I don't know, but I have to be honest with you. I'm I am definitely a little bit mesmerized by Andy putting on makeup. Mm. That is actually kind of there's something. Yeah, what is that? Like, why is that intriguing? I'm done. I swear, I'm done. No, but why is it intriguing to watch you put makeup on? Mm. Um, I don't know. Maybe that's what I should do for OnlyFans. Yeah. So let me ask you this. Um, <laughs> how did you, first of all, how old are you? I'm 30. Get the, she sounds like she's 18, right? Yeah. <laughs> Steve. I don't think she's 30. You don't think she's 30? No. How old do you think she is, Steve? I don't know. But I don't think she's 30. Sean, how old do you think she is? I have no idea. I mean, yeah. you definitely strike me as someone who's like 22, mm, right? 24, yeah. And her voice, she's got a youngish voice, right? But that's stripper stripper voice type. They nah, that's her. up a couple notches. Is that your real voice, or do you really sound like Darth Vader? <laughs> oh. 
She's frozen. Oh, frozen in time. Yeah. Uh, I adjust it based on like, uh, like he's really into like ditzy girls and be like, oh my god, you know, whatever. But it's just all about like figuring out what the customer's into, you know. Mm -hmm. How do you figure that out? How do you figure out what guys are into? I mean, every guy's different. You just gotta kind of, you know, get a, you get a feel for it after a while. I've been doing it for like 10 years, so. How did you get into it? Um, I was working at Smoothie King. <laughs> I've actually worked at five Smoothie Kings. Oh, I like that. <laughs> I've been, uh, yeah, and I'm on their like do not hire list. And <laughs> <laughs> you embezzled large amounts no, of money no. from there. What's the reason why you're not on the do not on the do not hire list? Dude, okay, so I've been fired from like four out of five of these Smoothie Kings, and like, I mean, maybe or maybe I didn't steal like thirty dollars from the register <laughs> one time. I was, 18, and um, so they fired me, and then another time they fired me because I was like always late, and then another time they fired me because I was always late. Like I. <laughs> So I was like, I can't have like a job where I have to be there at a certain time because as you can see today, I'm like not very punctual. So um, and additionally, like making minimum wage was like not enough to like Care. You know, pay my bills or anywhere close to it. So is it I is it like, hard to I think I'll just try. Is it hard to care when you're only getting minimum wage? Well, I was gonna say, is it isn't is it hard to? To handle uh, money like registers and you know currency when you're making minimum wage without feeling like you need to put some in your pockets. I mean, I feel like I I deserve it. Yeah, yeah, you earned it, right? Steve, can you yeah. identify with that? Yeah, you're a minimum wage. You're over here fucking showing up, playing the part for them. Smoothie king, smoothie king. <laughs> you fucking slip a twenty in your pocket. Yeah the fuck these people have a business they're making money i can't make a little bonus right for me gracing the store with my presence i mean you owe me this 20 dollars. Wow. right that's your gas just to get there they can do that for you at least <laughs> yeah. so, so, so smoothie king wasn't going well so i was like fuck this <laughs> but it taught you how to make a mean smoothie huh uh, yeah, fuck yeah. I actually still go to Smoothie King like almost every day, <laughs> but as a customer. Which is the better side to be on when it comes to the cash register, right? It's better to be a customer than the person take making change. Absolutely. Dan, do you have pity on the Smoothie King workers and give them like an extra tip and be like, I know this fucking sucks. I was there. I, I do. I always like every time like I go through like the walk walk-in ones not the drive-thru i'm always like listen i know where you're at i was you i've been there like here because like they they never get tips like shit so it's like for them like their tipping jar is always like completely empty and i'm like this is an injustice so i do what i can you know i'm basically a, a hero you know right can you imagine i mean imagine like so so Jasper comes or Andy comes right through the drive thru and she's like, I want a strawberry banana fucking smoothie, right? And then she goes up to the window and she's like Jasper. So she's got blonde hair and, and a good body, still young. She's an exotic dancer, having the time of her life, big fucking nails did, all that shit. 
and she's like talking to the person who's at the cash Jenny. Right. Tammy. And yeah. she's like, I know where you were. I've been there. Luckily, I'm not there now, but I have been where you're at. Here's an extra five for you. And then, like, you look at Tammy, and Tammy's probably like 250 pounds. Mm -hmm. She's never going to be able to strip her way out of Smoothie King. She's stuck at Smoothie King. Probably never going to get a customer out of my face. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, no, I would. Yeah, while I was working at Smoothie King, if someone came in and did that, I would be like, oh my God. Mm -hmm. Just. Take your smoothie and go. Mm. Did did dudes try to pick you up at the Smoothie King? Um, no, but interestingly enough, I did end up dating somebody that I met at Smoothie King for like four years. Wow. So if somebody scooped you up out of a ordering a smoothie, they were able to sweet talk you right up out the smoothie spot, huh? Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, it something like that. Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. we we ended up like we were just friends, but we got together later on. But yeah, we met at Smoothie King. So is that the move with you is to like just be your friend for a while and like make it seem like it's not about how you look and all that stuff and then eventually close the deal later? Uh, I mean, like, uh, I guess in a way. Yeah. But then like also sometimes i mean in the beginning when i was younger i I would say yeah but now i don't think so because whenever a guy just wants to be like just friends or whatever or acts like he's cool with being just friends it makes me like suspicious of Mm -hmm. aren't you really want to be just friends because (laughs) i'm feeling like you're more like just kind of putting your time in until you know you've put in those hours where you can like right well i mean you've learned that trick You've learned that trick. Yeah. So how do you then, like, I mean, I feel like going from Smoothie King to Exotic Dancer is still kind of a big jump. So how does it happen? Did you have, like, a friend that's like, oh, girl, you don't need to be making no eight bucks an hour. You could be making fucking blah, 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 blah. Is that what happened? No, no. I just, like, was, like, you know, out of options. So I was like, you know, let's try this. So wait, do you are you driving by an exotic joint and you're like just a knock on the door? Um, I didn't have a car at the time. I took the metro. I took the city bus to um, to the closest strip club, and at the time called Penthouse. I went in there so scared. I had never been in a strip club. I had never been in a bar. I was like 19 years old, 18 years old scared out of my mind and i go in and um the guy it was in the middle of the day and the guy the manager could tell i was so scared he's like have you worked before i must have been trembling he was like have you like danced before and i was like no he's like why don't you come back after you've had some experience and i was like uh okay but the next club i went to said yes luckily so that was and and what was the guy like that you talked to at the second club? And is it true, like, when you watch TV and it's always, like, some kind of, like, hairy, sweaty, obese guy with his, like, shirt unbuttoned with, like, some neck jewelry, some chains? There's definitely the, that type, for sure. <laughs> and so, <laughs> but isn't there a cachet for somebody who doesn't know how to dance? I mean, I would think that if I was running a joint, right? If I was running a joint... 
I would want some professionals that know what they're doing completely, mm -hmm. and I would also think it would be good to have a couple of amateurs. Cause yeah, that, yeah, yeah. Right? Add some realism to it. Yeah. yeah. Is that what happened? What's a cachet? What's a cachet? Because then he's... Yeah. A cachet is... A cachet is basically a collection or a cash of something. It's the French version of cash. Like if you cash something away, it's essentially a clutch or a grouping or a collection. So a cachet is a fancy way to say collection. I just didn't want to pretend like I knew what it meant when I didn't. Now, is this your... Di Wait a second. Are you doing shtick on me? Is this your ditzy girl stuff where you're like... I've already figured out that this weird Indian dude thinks he's smart, so I need to ask him every once in a while, what does a word mean, even though I already know what it means, and then he's going to like be all excited about that. Good vocabulary. That's why I always like to ask when I don't know a word so I can add it to my... I'm actually really interested... Repertoire. <laughs> yeah. But um, anyways, sorry, the question you asked. Yeah, when I started, like... Um, <laughs> Yeah, it was, like, really fucking scary. I had never... It was a different world. Like, I walked in, and then it was just, like, all of a sudden, tits were out. And, like, <laughs> like, like, like just bare-ass naked, like, walking around the dressing room. I had never even, like, really watched porn before. Hmm. So it was, like, like it was wild. Oh, and get this. At the first club that I went and danced at, yeah. I go in to, like, you know, get approved or whatever, which is basically just, like, take off all your clothes and turn around, and then he's like, okay, you're good. But, like, while I was getting dressed, I see two girls that were on my cheerleading team in high school. Mm. It was like, we meet again, but under these crazy circumstances. Mm. Yeah, the whole high school in there, huh? Whole varsity team. <laughs> no, because you huh? know those, you know, did the high, were the high school cheerleaders bitches at the time? Were they mean to you? Like, oh, we're so good. We know what we're doing. And you're like, yeah, bitch. Now we're, guess what we're both Valedictorian at? strippers, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> guess everyone has to show their titties in the real world, huh? Uh. <laughs> uh. No, they were totally sweet. They were totally, totally sweet. I was surprised they recognized me. Mm. I was surprised they recognized me. But one of them had gotten like a tattoo of like a huge butterfly on like her ass, like each oh, cheek, oh. own like butterfly. And when she would twerk, it would be like the butterfly was like waving its like butterfly wings. I thought that was like pretty tacky and unfortunate. <laughs> but, you know. That's horrible. <laughs> That's the best thing I've ever heard. Jesus. I don't even want She had, was it one wing on each cheek or one butterfly? One wing. One, no, one wing on each cheek. So it looks like one <laughs> big butterfly. So then when she's going number two, it looks like the thing is a bug in the middle of the, right? Like a giant when brown bug. When she starts bug. twerking, it looks like there's a moth, a big old moth floating <laughs> on the stage. When she goes number two, it's like a giant bug. Like the a bug body of the, bug is, of the butterfly. That's crazy. I even... I'm not, don't quote me on this, but I even think at the top of her butt crack it had like the antenna. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. That's the it best covered. thing I've ever heard. Yeah, so that was a commitment, you know, that tattoo was a commitment on her part, but. For reals. Now, let me ask you this. So if you're like scared, at some point though, for the very first time, you have to go out and actually fucking dance in front of a bunch of strange, probably weird-looking dudes. Because guys at strip joints are kind of weird, right? It runs it runs the gamut, like, 
crazy. Yeah. Because I've been to some strip clubs, you know, in my prior days. You know, I love my wife. But in the, I, and I'm not like one of those strip club guys. Like, there's a strip club guy, and he knows, right, what to do. And he goes to all the ones, and he's got the money gun and all that other shit that he does, right? There's a strip club guy. Everybody knows the strip club guy. But I was never like that. But when I went to a couple of strip clubs, like, I like when I snuck into one in high school, I was underage and we snuck into this one. Right. And probably guy knew we were like 16 or whatever. And we went in and when I went into the strip club, though, it was kind of scary. The guys were all at like separate tables and they were real serious. I mean, it almost <laughs> it almost looked real serious. They were. Ass, huh? They were. There was like it wasn't like in the TV where you see a bunch of guys clapping and laughing and high fiving each you other. You got real serious. They were like they all look like serious. Yeah, lap dances and disgusting murders. Huh? Yeah, they were like look like a bunch of different serial killers just all hanging out at one table. <laughs> and just like real quiet <laughs> have you ever seen that or no sounds like you went to a really weird strip club yeah i did i must have i mean it was by the airport bunch of hairy chest dudes with chains hanging out it was at the, by the airport and it was real scary dude <laughs> anything by an airport scary <laughs> Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. So, so just explain for reals, like, what it was like for you to go out the first time, the very first fucking time. Yeah, I, it was a nightmare. I mean, like, literally, like, the guy was like, what kind of, like, DJ was like, what kind of music do you like? And I was like, uh, rock. And I'll never forget the song he chose. I don't know if y'all are familiar with this song, but it's that song that's like, you know the diary of jane i don't know if you know that song it's like a terrible terrible song it's like anyways if you don't know it good that's a good thing because it's an awful song mm. but um so he played that song and i go out there and i'm like in heels for the first time in my life and i'm just like out there like oh uh, like can barely walk in these shoes ripping onto the pole for dear fucking life and um, that song, I swear, went on for like 10 minutes. <laughs> like nobody tipped me, like it was awful. And it wasn't like, it wasn't, you know, the stage aspect of dancing. It wasn't something like some girls catch up, catch on like really quickly. I was not one of those girls. It took me like a solid like year before I had my stage performance down because I, um, yeah, that it didn't, it was, yeah, it took it took me a while to learn how to like navigate that situation. But so um, so it, when the DJ uh, did the DJ already know like did you he goes what's your name and you're like Jasper 
Did you already know then it was Jasper? Uh, I went by Olivia then, but I thought that was kind of boring. So, so he said basically, like, did he do the thing where he's like, gentlemen, put your hands together for Olivia. And then they started playing that weird song, and then you're just like, it's like staggering out there in these heels. Yeah, just hoping to God, like, trip and fall. But, um, yeah, no, the DJs always do that. Like, <laughs> that DJ voice, like, and now to the stage. <laughs> the illustrious. <laughs> It's so corny. It's so corny, dude. And what did you, what, what did you wear? Like, did you wear a thong or whatever and go completely nude on your first one? Or how did you do it? Well, like different clubs have different rules. And like at the, um, at the time in Houston, it was like, so they had this rule where like you had to cover your ass. So you had to wear these like, like, shorts but they were like like boy shorts i don't know if you know what i mean by that yep. they were like yeah so they were like boy shorts and then your tit like um your tits you had to get covered with like liquid latex like because so it basically looked like um you basically looked like a barbie doll because it was like they were licensed technically as a bikini bars because of some legal shit but anyway so it was just like flesh colored like liquid latex that someone would paint on your tits and so you couldn't really, you couldn't see like nipples or, you know, um, anything like that. So, but that was like in Houston. And then I eventually started dancing in Austin. And that was like another shock for me because there you, they um, didn't have the liquid latex rules. So tits were out. And then also you could wear G strings. And then I started dancing in Denver. And then that was all nude completely. So it was like, you know, I've experienced like all different levels. Of- it sounds like the further west you go, the more nudity there is. Um. Well, prop. I mean, maybe I don't know. Usually, the clubs that are all nude don't serve alcohol. Mm. So that's like kind of, and they're the clubs that are all nude are um, eighteen and up, whereas the clubs that, um, because they don't serve alcohol you know so the clubs that do serve alcohol and are topless only are 21 and up so yeah (laughs) so what's do the djs do these corny dj guys do they ever get to date any of the strippers oh yeah all the time really yeah yeah it's shocking yeah it's really shocking yeah, that is shocking. And then because- some, sometimes what you hear, at least I've heard or whatever, and you could set the record straight, is that when women spend a lot of time as exotic dancers or dealing with guys in this level, that at a certain point, they get disgusted by guys. They're just like, oh, my God, this is fucking gross, and I don't want to deal with it. Did that ever happen to you, or where are you at on that? Um, no, uh, to not make me disgusted with guys. I mean, like, there's definitely, I've definitely had, like, s- interactions with some guys who are disgusting, for sure. <laughs> but I've also had, like, plenty of interactions with guys that are, like, super dope and, like, like, my sugar daddy is, like, awesome and, like, I love him. He's the greatest. And, like, I've had customers like that that I've had, like, long-term, you know, as regulars that are, like, just super, like, great people and like and there's so it's like it's like you know you can't like you can't like hate men when it's like you just have a couple bad experiences with them but like that doesn't represent the majority you know yeah 
And what is it that you've, in your experience um, from exotic dancing and stripping, like, is there any kind of advice that you would give men in terms of women? Like, is there any insights that you've gained where you're like, guys should really understand this? Uh, as far as the strip club or in life? Both. But life, really, I'm asking. Um, I think that, I think that, um, that women like, and maybe men already do know this, but like that they're very like sensitive creature. Like women are very sensitive creatures. And like, I think that there's been, um, I've seen so many of my fellow dancers, like, date men that are just like so like have seem to have anger issues or or whatever and it just seems like sometimes I just think like men talk to like don't realize especially when you're in a relationship with someone and like you have that comfortability like you have no problem like just kind of going off on them and I think men don't realize that like that kind of like when you talk to somebody like in that way it may not be a big deal to you but as like a woman like you know it's it's like it affects us more, I think, more profoundly than um, than men would assume. Does that make sense? Yeah. And what about women? Is there anything that you want to tell women that aren't dancers, that don't have a lot of experience with that aspect of men? Is there anything that you feel like women should know about men before they make decisions and get involved? Um, just... Um, don't get married <laughs> too young. <laughs> Did you get married? No, 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 no. I so why are you saying that? Because just from um, learning from my the people around me and I their mistakes. Yeah, it's just I see a lot of like people rushing to marriage at a young age, and I'm always like, oh no, because I've never seen it work out, and I just think like you should do a serious relationship so you're like old. You know, you've done your living, you've done your, you know, single exploring yourself thing. And now you can like, you know, really be in a functional relationship. I think when you're under 30, it's like kind of like, um, you know, I don't know. Kevin, don't know. Kevin, are you listening to uh, Jasper's advice on relationships? Yes. Do you agree with that? Uh, yeah. I don't have a ton of healthy relationships, so don't listen to me. So I have no idea what I'm talking wait, about. Wait, <laughs> so wait a minute. What unhealthy relationships do you have? Just be honest. Serious. Um, I mean, currently? I'm asking you just some unhealthy ones. You don't have to say whatever, but just what is it? So too, I mean, like drugs. Have, uh, drugs add a whole like, layer of like dysfunctionality into a relationship. You know, so what's that's your favorite? What's your favorite drug? Uh, heroin. <laughs> is that true? Yes. Yeah, it's true. Steve, so are you here? Steve, Steve is. Steve has has wrestled with heroin, successfully wrestled mm -hmm. with heroin, right? Yeah, I guess successfully. I mean, breathing. I mean, breathing. you're still here, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So I can I can relate to anybody who has a, a love or what is it affinity? Yeah, affinity. Affinity for uh, heroin. Come on. Yeah. Come on. Come, Come on. on. <laughs> so, um, how about methamphetamines? Yeah, what about meth? What's that? What yeah. Have you ever had any uh, crosses with that drug? My two favorites. Huh? Woo! 
You like those two, huh? The up and the down? Mm-hmm. Yeah, they balance each other out. <laughs> yeah, gotcha. <laughs> right. Yeah, we've, we've had a lot of people on the show that... Basically, you know, I'll we'll like, be wrestling with both of those a lot. Yeah. You know how like kind of like regular folk, they, you know, they will maybe take a Tylenol PM to get to sleep <laughs> and then they'll have a cup of coffee to wake up. But a lot of the people that have come through the show, a lot of our friends, they do a little heroin to relax and go to sleep. <laughs> and then when it's time to wake up, they got to hit that meth or crack. Oh, <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, it's uh, the breakfast of champions. Right. <laughs> and, <laughs> Are you, um, how do I ask The this? champions of dumpster diving. <laughs> have you, have you, are you, um, are you free and clear of all that now? You're like, now you No, let's be honest here. You know this? You, you speak like somebody who still dabbles. Dibble dabble. Uh, yeah, I would say I'm more than dabble, honestly, but I mean, I'm, you know, working on it or plan to work on that. But, plan, um, plan to work on it. That's good. You know, tomorrow. Tomorrow, tomorrow. I love you. Tomorrow, tomorrow you're only a, a day, day away. <laughs> Have you ever dated a good boy, uh, Jasper? Like a really clean cut good boy? Um, yeah, but like. I'm asking for Kevin. I'm asking for Kevin. He wants to I know. But I like kind of like, what's it called? Um, fucked him up. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> turn them out. How did you? Do, what's it called? She said, as she's putting her hair up, and she's got like her stomach muscles showing, and she's got all midriff showing. She's like, I kind of fucked them up. <laughs> what happened? How did you fuck them up? Well, like I mean, he yeah. So that this was the Smoothie King kid. <laughs> that was his first mistake for being at Smoothie King. Yeah, he went from Smoothie King to fucking Bumpy King. Yeah. So what happened? Yeah. So he, he um he like asked me like if I if I knew where to get any of the of the dark like mm -hmm. um because he knew I did it but like I didn't know this at the time but he didn't do it he just wanted he just asked me to like try and get to know me and stuff and so like I didn't know that but like so we started hanging out, but like, and like doing it together. But I didn't know that this was like his, like his, like first foray into, you know, that substance. So, um, so you, you broke his cherry, you broke his heroin cherry. Unfortunately. Yeah. He wanted it broken though. He pursued it. Dude. He went to the top to get yeah, his broken. Yeah. 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 Right. He went to Jasper. <laughs> I was like, you could have just like, you know, asked me out. You didn't have to ask. You didn't, like, you know, get strung out to get to know me, but... Okay. Dude, how much is a guy into a chick if he... He's willing to fucking do heroin for that. <laughs> I'm just trying I to... I really, every now and then, I'll have a drink. Uh, I've never really, but over oh, her, I will. And then once you're strung out, she turns to you and be like, listen, you could have just asked me out. You didn't have to go to the whole thing. Four rehabs later. Yeah. Two prison terms later. Right. So extreme. Oh but hey, this, wait a second, because... Like, it's kind of weird, but you kind of at least sound a little bit. I know you just said you, you've dibble-dabbled in some of the dark side stuff a little bit, but she does come across as kind of like a nice girl or a good girl, right? Mm -hmm. Oh, Kevin's nodding. Kevin, are you nodding? I've never seen... Kevin's going to get a crink in his neck by trying to look at the, the video of Jasper. He's, like, leaning over. I, was, yeah. I thought he was going to fall out of the I'm chair. I'm trying to find somewhere with, like, better lighting because I'm in this Airbnb and... um. 
Yeah. Oh my <laughs> so, so, so you sound like you kind of sound like a good girl, even though you've got some troubled spots. But I mean, are you, are you, are you a good girl? Or are you actually um, on the dark side and you definitely take well, guys well, down? What do, what, do, what do you mean? Like, what defines that? Like, what I don't know. You know, that? if I'm asking, don't make me try to break it down like a legalese. I mean, are you do are you a destroyer of men? Am I a destroyer of men? I hope not. Fuck. That's not a no. That's not a no. I mean, I I would hope I have never destroyed a man. Well, you already have one. (laughs) No, the reason why I'm asking... Let's hope you haven't destroyed any more. Listen, 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 listen. I'm not saying it from a judgmental standpoint at all. I'm not saying that. I'm not saying, like, you should or shouldn't because there's a lot of jerky dudes out there and some do dis- deserve to be dismantled or whatever. I'm not saying I'm not saying it. It's true. From the head down, dismantled. Yeah, like the DeMeo crew. I've got dismantled. fucking murder machine on my mind. Dismantled. I got okay. murder machine on my yeah, mind. So yeah, dismantled their limbs. So I'm not saying that. I'm not necessarily saying it's good or bad at all. I really am not. But I am saying that there is a type of woman, and I know that in the past I've been attracted to this. I know Steve's been attracted to this. I don't know if Sean has. To a woman who brings out some self-destructive abilities, some self-destructive capacities in you. Mm-hmm. And, and, and there's a real joy and a pleasure to that. So my point to that, to ask you this is, and underneath it all, Underneath your persona, underneath the outside masks, underneath it all, do you see yourself as someone who is like maybe a dangerous pleasure for men? That if they are going to get involved with you, they better get involved with you the eyes wide open because where where you're going to take them, it might they might um, not be the same after that. Uh, yeah, maybe, maybe, yeah. I mean, I. I honestly like have never thought about it like that, but I mean, I think so. I think probably, yeah. I think most of my exes would probably say, yeah. Is that one of your exes in the background crying? <laughs> that's my dog. Sorry. No, that's all right. Like... And, and do do you ever have guys? Have you had some of these guys like your exes who they've tried to quit you? Like, they were like, I gotta quit you. And then, but they couldn't, they couldn't let go. And you finally had to tell them, like, look, I gotta let you go because you can't hang, you can't handle all this. That's like the situation I'm in right now, actually. Really? How did that, how did that happen? Um, it happened like, well, we've been together for like, um, we've been together for, I would say, like four years. And, um, or like three years, like I moved, um, anyways, so, but, uh, like the situation now is that like, um, is that it's like not basically, he's just not cool with like me, like doing anything other than like, you know, just stripping and like, you know, like sometimes I do like escorting stuff as well. Right. And. I mean, and he's not cool with that, understandably so. Um, I get it. Mm-hmm. But um, but that's just, like, it is what it is. And, like, I'm not, um, you know, it is what it is. So She ain't changing. Uh, you're not, you're doing, he met you and you were, you were doing your thing. You're still going to do your thing. And if he can't handle it, that's on him. Um, yeah, exactly. 
because I mean, he, um, he knows like the deal and I told him, you know, straight up what the deal was. And, and in the beginning, did this guy think he could handle it? He's like, I understand that. Don't worry about it. Yeah. Yeah. But I was the first like sex worker he had ever dated. So, I mean, he, he didn't really know what he was like in for, I guess, but um, it was really, it, he's tried to, like, deal with it and stuff, but I don't think that... Um, Wait, so in the beginning, though, the first time that you had to, you know, escort somebody... Um, escort somebody. Yeah, you had to escort someone. What... Mm -hmm. do, were there, did you guys lay ground rules? Like, you're like, listen, Wednesday night, I got to escort somebody... So you can't call me all Wednesday or like, how did it actually happened where he like, what, what first happened? It was more of like a don't ask, don't tell policy <sighs> at the beginning. <laughs> That's tough. Yeah. So it was like, you know, it was, and it was like weird because like, I'm not a liar. I'm not good at lying. And like, so, um, it was like, and I, I didn't like having an aspect of my life that I couldn't share with him. Yeah. And, um, but I mean, that's what he asked for was like, no details. Like, I don't want to know when it's happening. I don't want to know like what's, I don't want to, I just want to pretend like it's not happening basically. So, um, you know, like, and, and so what was, what was the cover story? Would you be like, um, I got to go see my aunt Flo this weekend. So I'm not going to be around. Well, like in the instance of like whenever I would see my sugar daddy, like because I, 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 he doesn't live in where I live, he lives in California, and um, so I'll only see him like twice a year, but when I see him, I'll see him for like a week at a time, and um, so those are harder to cover up, but he kind of knows what's going on with those, but like if I'm like if as far as like just seeing somebody for like a call, like I'll just say that I'm going to, to work, you know, and just instead of going to the club, I would just go, you know, do that. And so in the beginning, he was just kind of being like quiet about it, but did he finally crack and want to know what was going on? He was just, you know, it was like, he loved me and he didn't want, you know, he didn't want to share me and like all those normal feelings that come along with, being in love with somebody and you know i understand that he just was just not cool with it did you know? he ever, you can only take so much and is there was there is there a way let me ask you this is there a way to get jasper off the market is there a way to be like okay you you don't like sharing me with my sugar daddy in california for a week well this is what you got to do if you want that is there a way to get you off the market I mean, yeah, like, if you can, if you can, like, I mean, the, the only, like, what's important to me is the final, it's like, if you are making enough money to where, like, you can at least come close to, like, compensating for, like, what I would be making at, like, working, then, like, obviously, I would, I would love to, like. Okay, hold on. Let's, let's stop bullshitting. All right, let's stop bullshitting. What's that number? What's the Jasper off the market number? On a monthly um, basis. Or yearly. Oh. Or yearly. Or yearly. Yearly. Yeah, I thought about this because I've, I've had... <laughs> I've had um, it's 120 grand I a year. It's 120 grand a year, right? I was, I was going to say like 150. Okay. 150,000 a year. Yeah. Okay, wait, wait, wait. Let's just shut the fuck up for a second. Let's get this right. So, so, 
you're not actually saying you got to pay me exactly 150000 but I got to know and I got to feel like whatever we're doing together, I'm going to have $150,000 worth of room to spend and live and do what I need to do, right? Yeah, basically, like, and I, I would want, like, an account that has, like, some, like, you know, cash in it, like, at all times or whatever, but I, I'm not going to be going crazy, like, spending, like, tons of money or whatever, as long as I have, like, a car, you know, a cool place to, like, that we can live together, right. and, like, you know, just my shit's just taken care of, like, I'm not, I don't need to be, like, lavish, you know what I mean? Right, you're I'm reasonable, thinking. you're reasonable. Now, listen. Yeah. So then, if a guy, so if a guy... That you were a boyfriend and girlfriend with was like, look, I make eight hundred thousand a year. Okay, mm-hmm. I make eight hundred thousand a year, and you need to be completely off the market, and you have to marry me. Are you gonna do mm-hmm. it? Yeah, I'll do it. <laughs> wow! 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 So really, what it comes yeah, down the married part would be the part they would want to do. Because that way, if they can be married for a little while and this guy defaults, they can do whatever and they're still going to get that. Now they're going to get half. Yeah, but they're not going to get half of everything he has. But they're going to get on another salary after that. No, this is what will happen. What will happen? Listen. Five years later, the whole thing falls apart. Okay. What happens five years later? No, no, I'm not going to do that. I mean, would you even sign a prenup? I mean, uh, yeah, I would sign a prenup. It, Don't I mean, bullshit if, if me, Jasper. You just was, got done telling me was, you knew that 150 grand was about the number. There's no way well, some guy no, is no, going to get like, you to sign a prenup. But a, a, all a prenup, but I mean, like, does a prenup mean I wouldn't, like, be getting, like, money during the relationship? No, you could. He would. He would say, for okay, this is what he would say. Prenup, you have to, I will give you. I'll actually put in an account. Every year, one hundred fifty thousand. Mm-hmm. If you go through it in a month, that's on you, and you can't ask for anything right. more. Okay, and you can't go anywhere to get it. Okay. Right, but if for any reason this relationship we separate marriage follow, fo- falls apart, I you got to you got to pay half of it back. And then what? You got to pay half of it back. Oh, and then I had to pay half of it back. Oh, I mean, I, I just thought it meant, I just thought by signing a prenup, it just meant I wouldn't take any, any, of, any of his money. No, but I am saying that prenups can be whatever they agree to. So I'm throwing that extra uh, one in there. You have to pay. Would you, would you take the gamble? Let me put it to you this way. All right, this is what you do. Okay, this is what you do. If you got Jasper going, right? And you got Jasper fever. You got, you're a man. You have Jasper fever. You don't want to share, right? So you go. Look at 150000 a year in an account for you, Jasper, plus a car. I'll fucking throw in the car, right? Okay. What, what do you want? A Tesla? Fucking T-top Tesla? Whatever. All right, fine. Fuck it, baby. You got it. Then, <laughs> right? Then, but you say, this marriage has to last for 10 fucking years. I would do it. And, but if it falls apart before 10 years, you got to pay half the money back. Well, how I mean, I, it falling apart is only like isn't totally up to like this person could just be like deuces like halfway through, you know? Oh uh, no, like, I, I mean, come on, bro. What kind of shit is that with the payback? I don't know. That's making it all confusing. Why? Either she gonna be with him, and then after ten years, if the marriage works, you get to you get half of his shit if anything happens to him. 
No, 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 no. I'm trying to make it that... Okay, you're right. Jasper makes a great point. The guy could fuck it up. Okay, so if if the guy can't cheat, if the guy cheats, that's forfeited. If the guy, you know, is abusive or any of that kind of stuff, it's forfeited. But what I'm trying to figure out is, could Jasper actually live with one guy for 10 years with a penalty at the end of it if she messes it up? I mean, as long as it's, like, uh, me who messes it up, then, yeah, I would do it because I wouldn't mess it up. Mm. Mm. Do you think you could live with a dude, like a regular dude, like a square? For I got years? one more level to it. Go what for it. Go, 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 go. And the uh, part of the wedding agreement was that you would have to test for meth <laughs> and heroin <laughs> weekly. So she could. She had to stay clean for the ten years. Yes. Ooh, that's a good one. What do you think about that? Look at her. She just fell back. <laughs> She's thinking. Shit. Uh, how much time would I have <laughs> before you have to hang up the gloves? <laughs> that's a real play. That question. Is a, that's, that's a, a good <laughs> question. Now I know you a little better. Yeah, that's now a real. I know who I'm dealing with. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, you, you answered that for us. Yeah, already. that was pretty good, right? Yeah. yeah. That's good. Like, well, how much lead up do I get? Because I'm gonna, I'm gonna. Blow I'm gonna it. have to go nuts for the next month before I fucking have that. I need at least three I, months. I might not even make it to the wedding a lot. Right. I need to at least, yeah. you know, have to be revived at least four times before the wedding <laughs> to make sure I felt like I got ten years worth. All right, that's pretty good. Oh my goodness! Yeah, she go and get one of those little shots. She go get one of those little shots. What do they call the shot? Where it blocks all the fucking opiate. Yeah. Oh yeah. What is oh, that? Yeah, I, have, I know friends that have had that. Yeah. <sighs> Let me ask you this. Let me ask you a different question. And you can. This is a hypothetical. Mm -hmm. Okay. But let's say you got an escort gig. Mm-hmm. Okay. And you show up, and you knock on the door. And it's an old man answers the door. Okay? Mm -hmm. Usually is. All right. And, of course, you know, Jasper's the professional. She's like, hey, how you doing? Hot stuff. You're right. The old man's like, no, it's not me. It's for my grandson. And he opens the door, and there's a guy that just turned 18. Just mm -hmm. turned 18, so nothing weird's going on. Mm -hmm. But the grandfather wants you to break his grandson in, are you going to do it, Jasper? Depends on the money. So that's a yes. Because, I mean, what level are we talking about for to break a young man's cherry? You know, with the grandfather saying, like, look, my son. <laughs> the is grandfather uh, watching. <laughs> no, grandfather. <laughs> <laughs> no, breaking. No, like. And then like, all of a sudden, the way how shit starts happening in that room. <laughs> no. So, yeah, go ahead. So, it, you know, <laughs> someone in the family wants you to break in. Hey, go ahead. Grandpa was just sitting on a chair over there. Hey, what are you doing? <laughs> hey, how'd you end up over there? <laughs> With a long pipe. Hey, what are you doing right there? <laughs> With a long pipe. <laughs> I don't know why. How'd you get over there? <laughs> so, would you, would you ever deflower an 18-year-old guy? Uh, <sighs> As a way of like um, getting well, him in the I've actually been in that situation just minus the grandfather. So, like, an 18 year old dude was like, Listen, I've never been with a woman, so I would like you to introduce me into the ways. Yeah, that's how I've 
done been in that situation twice um and i've done it both times and it was totally like pleasant and yeah what's the most all right listen what's the most disgusting thing that you've ever dealt with at the strip club Mm. like where you were Mm. like lap dancing and the guy looked down and he was wearing like bikini pants or something like that is there anything weird that's happened at the strip club so uh yeah well there's the classic like thing of like a guy like who uh will come in wearing basketball shorts (laughs) and like will totally like uh like Silk you know, boxers. come in his pants while you're giving him a lap dance. Oh my god! Yeah, that's horrible. Do you and when that you see? Totally sucks. Yeah, when you. Sean <laughs> <laughs> looked over and goes, "Silk boxers." Yeah, and Silk boxers. Andy was like, "Here yeah. come the whole basketball team, <laughs> but they're still in their basketball shorts." <laughs> and then Andy was like, "That's totally no underwear on underneath." No, but. <laughs> Yeah, so now, so now though, do you that see really like, sucks, she's yeah, like, she's like, that really sucks. So when you see uh, a dude with basketball shorts, you're like, nah, you nah, I'm not even going, going over there. Yeah. Well, most like most clubs won't allow um, a guy in who's wearing basketball shorts. Right. Mm. What well, was this a trending thing somewhere? Sometimes they slip through. Uh, right. Right. Yeah. So is there, what else? Like, what else is disgusting? Or, like, whatever. Like, have you ever walked in and the guy had a weird, like, hole in his pants and he was like, take a look <laughs> yeah, at this. hole Mr. in his pocket? Yeah. yeah. Like, are, um, well, I've had a guy who, like, um, so he wanted to go get a champagne room. And we go up there. And then, like, I'm, like, I have my back turned to him. He's sitting down. I'm like shaking my ass or whatever, da, 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 da. and I turn around and he's like taking his pants down like halfway, but he's wearing like to like he's wearing like um, lingerie, like he's wearing oh, women's shit. lingerie, women's panties. Yeah. Um, and I was like, okay, wasn't expecting that, <laughs> but you know, I just made him pay me more. Right. You're like, dude, I had to look at your lingerie. That's a that's a that's another three hundred and fifty bucks, easy. What yeah. what city are you located in right now? Right now, I am in Houston. And then you were telling me you were in Austin, and I feel like you said that, like, for some reason, like, stripping in Austin sucks. Thank God you're in Houston, or it was the reverse. Is there anything to Oh, it was, see, it was that I can't work at any clubs in Austin right now. Why? Because, like, ugh, it's so dumb. So like basically like um it's a long story but like please this guy basically fucked me over like months ago and I was like I'm going to get my revenge you know one day like this isn't the end of the story <laughs> and um then the opportunity presented itself What was the opportunity? Explain the opportunity please cuz this sounds <laughs> he great. He was like he was like let's link up um, you know, cause I, I, I didn't like get super mad at him because I wanted like, I wanted the, op- I wanted like to still be in touch with him so that if he booked a session with me in the future, I could get my revenge. Yes. So like after a few months had passed, he reached out and he was like, let's get together. And I was like, great, 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 great. Let's do it. <laughs> so like, um, my friend and I, I was with my friend and she's like in on it. She's like, yeah, like, let's get this, let's get this bastard. Like da 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 da. 
So we go and um, we like, you know, have, are you familiar with the drug Seroquel? No. What is that? Uh, it just, you take it and it knocks you out. Right. Okay. Like, 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 like ketamine or something. It, it just like makes you really sleepy. Like I used to be prescribed it back in the day, but it just makes you really, really sleepy. Okay. And um, so she, like we pretended like we were all taking like Molly, but his pill was Seroquel. <laughs> and, um, <laughs> and we gave him that. And then, um, and then uh, he passed out. And then after he passed out, we just took, um, we took the, all the money in his wallet and left. And then, so, but how did anybody, why did you get in trouble? Okay. So like somehow, I don't know how, somehow he had connections. Like, I didn't know this. Somehow he had connections to like all the, like, like, you know, the establishments I was working at in Austin (laughs) and I tried to go in and work and they were like, um, you can't work. And I was like, why? And they were like, yeah, because, uh, like, uh, this dude, Nate is his name. He was like, they were like, because of Nate. And I was like, what the fuck? Like, how does that have anything to do with this? But I guess he like had connections or something. So now I can't work in Austin. So you're like, fuck it. I'll just go to Houston. Yeah. What did he do to fuck you over? What was his crime? Like, what did he do? So we like, we like he was like oh let's go out on this boat like on like travis and da 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 and i was like cool and like i had met up with him twice before and both times before he had given me like a rack so i just thought it was like understood that this time would be no different and um whenever i got out there like he was like driving his like boat and like he wanted me to suck his dick while he while he was driving the boat but like I didn't feel comfortable doing that because there's all these families around right. and I'm like right. <laughs> not trying to get like caught by them boat police. Like, you know what I mean? Right. That's called the Baywatch. Just so you know, the technical term for a blowjob. Baywatch. It's called the Bay Baywatch or a captain stooping. Okay. Go ahead. Good to know. Yeah. Thank you. But, um, there was like all these families around. Right. You're, I, I mean, come on. Doing that. Right. Of course. It's the middle of the day. Right. That makes yeah. sense to me. And, yeah, like, and so, um, and so, like, but I still, like, you know, was, like, all cute, and, like, was dancing on him and stuff, and whatever, and I, like, was there for, like, three hours, and at the end of it, he was, like, um, he was, like, wouldn't pay me, because, uh, he wouldn't pay me, because he was, like, well, I didn't come, so I'm not paying you. Right. And I was, like, <laughs> and I was, like, uh, oh, gum, okay. you don't get paid. Well, if I don't come, like, well, you don't he, get like, none. Like, something, and he like wouldn't give me like anything, and I was like, "Wow, okay, I just wasted like five hours of my day driving out here and all this stuff." So, anyways, but yeah, I love this world. I gotta tell you, I love this world. So basically, we just heard a story like this guy was on a yacht. What kind of boat was it? Could you go down below, or was it just like a speedboat? You couldn't go down below. No. Got it. So this guy, get a load of this, Nate. He's on his fucking Lake Travis, mm-hmm. right? Cruising all around. Mm-hmm. He's got the Jasper with him. Mm-hmm. And he's like, listen, normally I give you a rack. What's a rack? A thousand, a thousand bucks? bucks? Yeah. All right. I don't know I give you a rack. Right. Well, we're going to wait and see what happens right now. He's cruising around. He's like, listen, I want a Captain Steubing. Give me the Captain Steubing or the, or the Baywatch. Mm-hmm. She's like, listen, I'm not a monster. 
It's a family's out Kids here. Kids out here. In the middle of the day. Kids What's out here. What's the matter with you? Yeah. Shame on you. And he's like, well, if I don't come, you don't get none. <laughs> and then Jasper was like, oh, all right, motherfucker. I see how it is. I'm going to be nice. Mm-hmm. I'm going to be nice because I got a long game. Like, I'm gonna get yeah. you back, and then she waited. She bit her time. He was like, "If it doesn't fit, you must have quit." <laughs> He's like, "If it doesn't blow, you gotta go." go. <laughs> so she was like, "She was like, oh, okay, two can play that game, motherfucker. Mm-hmm. We'll just see how fun, how much fun you're gonna have." Mm-hmm. So she she yeah, played I was it like, co- No problem. Don't worry about it. Yeah. Listen. Men's a drill. Listen. Wait. Listen. <laughs> Waiters. And and sex workers, it, it, you don't want to disrespect them at all, no. ever. Yeah, they right? got your life in their hands. They got your life in their hands because you know what? She's gonna be like, okay, thank you. It was a pleasure doing business with you, sir. And then later, you're gonna when, be waking up. You're gonna be waking up without yeah. shit in your wallet and no clothes on. And no clothes on. Probably there's more to the story that we don't know. It's like right. lipstick in his butt or something like that. I don't know. Did, did you guys draw on his body or anything? Did we got? Did we what? Draw on on his body when he was passed out or anything? Was there anything more than just taking his money? Well, there may have been some zip ties involved. Oh, oh, oh all right, right. We should line her up with our friend. What was it? What the guy who got the um the girls gone? Yeah, we yeah. have a friend who did the show and he was already busted for it and did time, so he can totally talk about it. But the guy who used to shoot the girls gone wild videos, right? He did something untoward to somebody who's a very powerful person's daughter. So our friend went in with flash grenades and zip ties and basically... And a video camera. And a video camera and got the Girls Gone Wild dude on videotape. And I I think there may have been some dildos involved Mm -hmm. and shoving them and I don't know exactly. There were zip ties involved. There were zip ties involved. Yeah. Yeah. That was a good episode. That was a good episode. Thank you. Love you. Perez. Perez. Yeah, that's I, wanna, right. I gotta hear that episode. Yeah, yeah. it's it's Perez. Um, why don't you tell all of our listeners first of all where they can go if they're in the Houston area? Is there anywhere that they want to go where they can they can see the 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 Im- yes. impressive, amazing um, Jasper? It's like you know, every anyone who is in Houston or lives in Houston at all knows where Treasures is, but it's on Westheimer, like right by the gallery. Oh, Treasures? No, Treasures. I heard you. Treasures, right? Treasures in Houston. Treasures. Yeah. Okay. So everybody listen up. In Houston, go to Treasures, listen for Jasper, and don't be throwing ones and making us look bad. Fucking throw some fucking $100 bills on there, right? (laughs) And listen, anybody who wants to... All right. And also, because she needs better Wi-Fi, so we need you to fucking pay up so she can get some better Wi-Fi. And... Listen, 150K, I'm an attorney. You need me to broker the prenuptial agreement? I absolutely will. Right? I'll make sure that it's done. Okay, I'll remember that. Yeah, absolutely. We'll get it right. Um, uh, anyway, I want to thank the illustrious Jasper. Oh, and your your Instagram handle is Andy. What is it? <coughs> Andy Love. No. It's Bruised Baby Blue. Bruised Baby Blue, and her name is Andy on there. But, um. Andy slash Jasper. Right. Let me. Okay. It's Bruised Baby Blue. B R U I S E D. Baby Blue. Everything just like it's spelled. And 
I'm married, so I don't really notice the pictures on here, but I can tell you that I have seen a lot of my guy friends around here, some of which will remain nameless. Kevin's already on his phone, dialing shit super fast. Yeah. Um, these, the, they have told me that these are phenomenal pictures. Um, that well, they're, thank you. Yeah, and there's a lot of pictures of you with uh, women. Yeah. Are you bi? I mean, are you into that? Yeah, yes, yes. Very bi. Wow. Wow. Anyway, um, she's very bi. Who, listen, there's one, there's one picture you have in here. And you're like on the ground and you got your tongue out. And then there's this like, I don't know if she's Latin or if she's Hispan or Asian. Can you see that? Oh, yeah. That's my girl. Yeah. Who is that? Um, her name's Alex. Alex. And you guys are like, I don't know what's going on, but you're like down low. She's up high. You both got your mouths open. I don't know what it is, but I can tell you. There's in my, in my highlights for 2020 or 2019, there's a like little video of us making out, but <sighs> that's like in my, in my like highlights at the top of my thing. Mm -hmm. But also to anybody who's interested in like in purchasing content or whatever, you can just message me on there. Cause I don't have an OnlyFans. I just sell it directly. So. Is that better? It's, yes, it's much better in my opinion, for me, at least. It's like a lot simpler <laughs> and cut out the middleman. Cut out the middleman. Get right to the direct woman. But what? Who is this dog? What's your dog's name? And why on on one of your stories you've got the dog just like going crazy, humping something? What is it? Humping yeah, the pillow. you know, it's just it was just another day in paradise. You know, just had to document it. Of course. What's your dog's name? <laughs> Rue, R-U-E. And what's and what um, kind of... He's like a mini pincher? He is, yes. So he's cute. And that was the one that you were like feeding or whatever? Yeah. All right, listen. I got to go. Sean, I want you to see this picture of Bruce Baby Blue. And you tell me. Okay. You tell me, my friend. You tell me, my friend. I'm looking at a dog. Oh. Yeah, it's a cute dog. That's it's what I was asking, dog, yeah. right? She's yeah. got a beautiful dog. Right. She's got a nice dog, isn't that right? That's true. All right, but look at that. My friend. Yes? No? Yes? He's speechless. Yes. Look at him. Stay safe out there in uh, Houston. Thank you for coming on our show. Yeah, thank you so much. And um, contact us whenever and let us know how it's going. And thank you for the relationship advice. Even though, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't know, I don't know how qualified I am to give relationship advice, but well, thank you for like inviting me on this. Sorry, I was such a mess at the beginning with the whole um, being late thing, but you know, I'll work on it. Yeah, don't worry about <laughs> it. All right, so we'll let you know when the the show goes up. It'll be going up. Uh, it might be a Christmas special. We're not sure yet, but um, thank you again and happy holidays. Are you Jewish? Happy Hanukkah. Um, no, I'm not atheist, but I, don't, I have no really affiliation. But I, I like, you know. Right. Okay, so happy holidays. Happy holidays to you as well. Happy Kwanzaa. Right? Happy Kwanzaa to you as well. Very good. Very good. All right. And what do we say at this time usually? Adios, amigos, from the Hard Luck Show. <laughs>